evening mm-hmm. session, mm-hmm. evening mm-hmm. session. How's it going? I was doing like logistics again today, man. <laughs> it's not the removal, man. You feel me? Like, Andy, man. I might start handing out business cards and that, but um, no, nah, I'm Get good, man. Get that, yeah? Yeah, nah. It was, it, was a long, <laughs> it was a long day today, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a long day. Do you know, funny enough, yeah, I think I saw K Coke on your high street. I was a rapper, yeah, yeah. Because obviously, I've got into um, these now to get to grab some food, and I've seen some short guy that jumping up because there's um there's an African restaurant on your oh, street. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Zayas, I think it's called Zayas, something like that. Anyway, he's jumping up, and then he's the guy's walked into a corner shop, but I'm walking back to my car with um the McDonald's in my hand. As I've walked into the car, this guy's come out, and I was like, "This guy looks like K Coke." Mm. I was like, "What are the chances of that?" And then obviously he's got into like it's like a BMW six series, like. Uh, I don't know what colour, probably like a dark, like a dark grey, like a gunmetal grey colour or like black. It was a dark colour, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this car's too nice for it to just be an average person. I was <laughs> thinking, it must be him, innit? But he didn't come, he didn't go towards Bexley Heath. He turned as if he was going towards Sickup. Oh, That okay. road up there. So, yeah, it looks like Keiko lives in your area still. Quiet life. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess so, man. You know what I mean? But well, nah. not too far, innit? Yeah, 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 exactly. Not too far from your bit. But, um, yeah, it was just weird. I was just, to double check. But I'm good with faces, innit? I was thinking that like, this is definitely Keiko, but... I didn't want to go out to this car and be like, yo, yo. <laughs> so, but yeah, nah. My day's been all right, man. I'm just tired, bro. I can't wait to go to bed. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. But Dedication, other than that, yeah. Bro. For real, man. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, man. Decent, decent. Um, yeah. yeah, man. Like, the weeks just fly by, innit? Mm. Oh, we're halfway through August, pretty much. It actually feels like summer this week as well, man. It's been oh, yeah. It's been warm. Yeah, warm. It hasn't rained. It rained at the beginning, but the last two or three days, I think it's been sunny. So Okay. You know me, man. I'm a hermit. I know, bro. You know, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I only find out when it's raining because the rain's been quite mad recently, isn't that? But yeah, people been getting flooded and that. But yeah, that's about it. Like, nothing really new with me, man. What are you saying, anyway? Yeah, likewise, man. Yeah. Same old, same old, man. Uh, I haven't been going shopping on Ink, but clearly mm. you have. <laughs> shopping for. Any shopping experiences? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that segue was crazy. Do you know what? You just, it's just been a long day. I just had a mind blank. I just had a mind blank. Um, uh, nah, um, yeah, no, nah, it was the other day. Like, anyone that follows me on Instagram, my following is, is garbage. But, like, people that follow me interact in it. So I must have posted something. And I was just like, yeah, don't let anyone stereotype you, it. And I was thinking, you know, when people have incident, like, running incidents with people that work in, in stores, I'm just thinking it's not that deep. Yeah. But sometimes it really is, you know what I mean? <laughs> you need to you need to let someone have it. Like I wasn't rude, didn't it? So this this whole experience started off with me going to order Chinese food. So it was me and I yeah, was going to get food like in a Chinese restaurant in my local, but it's nice, like, it's okay. legit, like it's nice food. And the guy was like, "Oh yeah, come back in, come back in thirty minutes, isn't it, for the food?" So I was like, "Yeah, cool." So we've gone off to Sainsbury's now to get one or two bits. It must have been like maybe 15, 20 minutes, isn't it? So I've come back. A little bit impatient, but not really. I was just like, yo, is it is it ready now, innit? Yeah, but they were busy because they were seeing people. And the guy was like, no, 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 it's not ready. I said 30 minutes. So I was looking at him. And you know, in my mind, I automatically see red when I feel... But you know, sometimes yeah, I'm slow, it. innit? I'm slow yeah. to anger. So I was just like, ah, cool. So we were standing there and I just told her, I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not moving. We're waiting for our food here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be in the way because he was speaking to us rude. But obviously, I know sometimes the way you speak to people in accents can seem like it's rude, but they're not being rude, innit? Mm-hmm. So I tried to take that on board, but I felt like it was rude. So. I was waiting, 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 and the guy was tr- just trying to walk past me, and then he, he brushed past me, and I could feel myself getting more and more worked yes. up in it. And then uh, I was looking at me, and she was just like, don't, like, don't, <laughs> don't, this is not the time, you know what I mean? So eventually, I just we just started to have a conversation in the shop, like me and her, and I was just like, I just feel like, like not even on a, a racial thing, but I just feel like certain people don't respect 
the people that invest in their culture, like in terms of buying food. I just, mm. I feel like it's not a us versus them thing, but I don't know. Like, do you know that like, American sitcoms always make jokes about like Chinese people just not fucking with black people? That's that's <laughs> the thing I was getting in it. So okay, I, okay. I was thinking that's true. Like they 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 really don't like us, but we invest a lot of their a lot of our money into their into their culture in terms of like takeaway food, didn't it? Because okay. you speak to most black people. They'll tell you that Chinese is probably one of their most favorite food in it. But I was thinking they just don't rate us in it. So I was getting mad. I kind of left it, didn't say nothing, but I was having an in-depth conversation. Like, is it is it that they just don't understand? Because some people just don't know how to read a room. Or is it poor customer service? Or is it that they just don't rate? Because obviously I could go into a Caribbean shop and the customer service is poor as well. And I could get worked up the same way. Do you get what I mean? But obviously I felt a way about that. Nothing happened. We got our food finally and I've left. Then um and like two days later, I've gone into I've gone to the high street to get some like deodorant and stuff, toiletries as they like to say. And then um, the first place I stopped here, I went to get a hard drive in it, and this hard drive has been in the shop for at least six months. And I'm so dumb, like basically I bought a hard drive and it's just to keep files like for editing. Oh, and stuff okay, on. yeah, yeah. And I took it to the guy and he was just like, I might not be able to fix it, but I'll look at you. And I, this hard drive is, is like, I'll look at it for you, innit, basically. And this hard drive has been in this guy's shop since October last year. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just randomly remembered. And I was, but obviously, as your duty as the person that owns the store is to call me to be like, yeah, I can't fix it. Can't come and collect it, innit? <laughs> so I kept forgetting. I kept forgetting. And one day I was just like, I need to buy a hard drive. And I was like, I've actually got one. Like, So mm. I've gone back to the store, yeah, hooded up. Like, not on a crazy thing. Like, I've been there three times, but the last day that I went there, um, so the day before this incident happened, yeah, I went there and it was like, oh, okay, no, nah, I couldn't fix it, but he'd taken it apart. It was like, come back tomorrow. And I was going to be like, yo, you've had it for this long. Yeah, like, yeah, why is yeah, it not yeah, together? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that wasn't the first time I've been to the shop. So I was like, all right, cool. Come back the, um, the next day. But the day I went in there, I could tell it was a bit shook. And he had like a, an apprentice working there, innit? Oh, okay. But I didn't want to give across that image that I'm just on, mm. you know, grease. So I was just like, I spoke to everyone friendly. I was just like, all right, cool. I'll come back tomorrow. I was just like, just make sure you have it now because it's been a while, innit? So I've gone back the next day, yeah, but I'm hooded up this time. But it's raining outside. It's not like I'm trying to go in there with that aura of, I want to smash you up if you don't. You know what I mean? It was just like, I'm just trying to get my thing. So he said, yeah, I couldn't fix it. And the other guy that's in the shop is looking mad nervous, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just like, thank you. And I've taken it. I haven't said nothing, but I'm starting to feel the way like you're stereotyping mm. me because I've come in here, even though you guys are in the wrong. You know what I mean? So I come out now. And then another thing happened as I'm going to Savers. And do you know like the lateral flow test? They were handing okay. it out to people, oh, okay. and the guy did it to almost everyone. Then I've walked past in my hood, and he's just put it, like kind of withdrawn it and not said anything, <laughs> can it? So I was gonna say, bro, like, is it because I'm wearing a hood? I didn't say nothing, mm. but I was like, why would you do that? You've been handing it to everyone. Not that I need it, yeah, but yeah, it's common yeah, yeah. courtesy. Like you should be handing it out to everyone, regardless of what they're wearing, innit? So now I've got into savers already. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit heated in it, but I was just like, oh, just relax, man. It is what it is. So I bought the one two pieces I need to to get now. There's three cashiers on the till, but none of them are doing work apart from one. You know them ones, <laughs> innit? So we're yeah, queuing yeah. and there's only one person doing work. So again, I don't say nothing, yeah? She served the old lady, all friendly, and I helped her with her shopping now. I paid for my things and I put... So let's say this is deodorant, soap, whatever. I put it there and I've gone to the lady. Yeah, it's just this. And she goes, um, okay, cool. So she's taken it. So let's say this is the side of the, the till. She's taken it to her side of the till and there's a glass. You know that okay, to stop yeah, you yeah. kind of... And she scanned it and she was like, yeah, that's so-and-so amount. Then I paid now and she just left the items there. She hasn't pushed it back towards me or even offered me a bag or said, do you want to buy it? Oh, okay, yeah. So, do you know, like, you scanned something, you've taken something off me, you scanned it and you just left it to where you scanned mm. it. Like, I should come and pick up. So, she's done that and there was a standoff. I was literally just standing there for, like, maybe at least 20 seconds just looking at her, like, <laughs> blinking. Like, I didn't care what, yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. anyone was to open their mouth in the queue, I would have said, shut up. You know what I mean? So, no one said anything. I'm quiet. 
she's looking at me just like nonchalant. Like, I'm not, mm. you know what I mean? Then I grabbed this stuff and I was like, have you lost your mind or something? That's the first thing that come out. <laughs> that's the first thing that come out of my mouth. And I was like, have you lost your mind? Like, she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I've handed you stuff to scan and you, you can't even push it back towards me, innit? I was like, this, I know it's not COVID. I was like, I didn't even say that. I just like, I've handed stuff to you for you to scan. You scan it, I've paid and you can't hand it, you can't hand it back over. Like, mm. it's common courtesy, like it's customer service, you know? And she was like, oh, well, you didn't ask for, I was like, I've got a bag in my hand. Do I look like a fool to you? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I said it and I started to raise my voice and the whole shop has gone quiet, yeah. innit? I was like, don't take the mic. I was just like, if I'm serving you, it's it's common courtesy. I would have pushed the stuff back across for you to put into your bag, yeah, innit? Yeah, like, I'm not a fool. Like, I know what you're doing. And I've stood there, yeah, and I've just stared her down in it. Like, I'm not going to be raising my voice any more than I need to. I was like, yeah, you need to improve on your customer service. Like, if, if I had time today, I'd be calling your manager. That's what I said, didn't mm. it? And obviously, I don't like doing that to people because it's an older lady. But you know when you get that feeling like it's a violation, like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what you're doing and it's intentional, yeah. yeah. So for her to say to me, oh, it's because you, you didn't ask for a bag, I knew it was intentional. If she said, oh, I'm so sorry, like, I didn't know you wanted me to do that. I would have just, I would have been from zero to hundred, back down to zero. That I know it's called. Don't worry, I would have taken it. But she goes, "Oh, you didn't, you didn't ask for." Her. I was just like, "No, you're not getting away with it today." You know what I mean? And you're just the unfortunate person that's gonna catch yeah, it. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, yeah. I told her off. I was like, "Don't do that again." Like you got a job at the end of the day. Everyone's got a job. If I worked in retail, and this is no disrespect to anyone that does work in retail, there's a certain level of how you should treat, even if it's basics. Like, oh, morning. Um, you want anything else? Cool. That's it. You know what I mean? You don't even have to tell me how's your day been or if you don't even ask to ask me if I want a bag. Yeah. Just yeah, say, yeah. oh, here's your items, innit? Then I might say to you, oh, can I have a bag? You know what I mean? So I was fuming with that. So I walked out the shop with my stuff. And then the other ladies that were there that weren't doing any work anyway was looking at me. I stared them down too. Walked out the <laughs> shop now. And then um as I've been walking down the street, the guy with the um with the light with flow test has done the same thing. And I was just gonna walk up to him and slap it out of his hand like that's what you get, you know. What I, mean? I was so mad. I was so mad, but I was just like, you know what? It's gonna come across as bad, isn't it? The, yeah, the, yeah, whatever yeah. perception this guy has of you, for me to do that, it's gonna justify exactly why he didn't give it to you in the first place. You know what I mean? So I just walked back to my car. But I, I, I made like a small rant video. I posted it in it. I was just like, nah, man, don't let anyone stereotype to you. So all that, all that stuff had happened in a, maybe like a fifteen minute period, and I was wearing my hood. Oh, but it was okay, grey yeah, and it was, okay. it was like kind of raining a little bit in it. So I was, I'm not taking my hood off. Like, I don't care. I'm going into shops. I'm not shoplifting. You know what I mean? I'm comfortable in it. So I shouldn't be getting stereotyped because I'm wearing my hood. Do you get what I mean? So every time I went into a place or into a situation within that 15 minute period, I felt like people were stereotyping me for what I was wearing. So then their attitude changed to how they were dealing with me. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the first scenario, yeah, these men are moving shook because they think I'm going to do something crazy. But all I've wanted to do was collect something that's my item which is fair you know what mm-hmm. i mean and i haven't spoken to them the second scenario he's probably thought oh, he doesn't want it and i don't want him to be giving me mad attitude <laughs> but still like you have a duty to be giving out to people do you get what i mean yeah yeah. and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. first situation was just pure and utter like i don't care like you know what it is like, i don't need mm-hmm. to i don't need to show you any kind of um respect in terms of a customer because it just is what it is you're not going to say nothing anyway i think that's what she's probably thinking mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i just like not today so all those scenarios just boiled, like it was boiling my blood. And obviously the, the scenarios the day before. So I was thinking that like sometimes it shouldn't do, but do you think sometimes what you're wearing really affects the way, affects the outlook or the way people treat you? Or is it just the way you look in general? Because if even if I wasn't wearing a hoodie, would I have got that same treatment? Mm, that's a good question. It's a long story, but you know, I had to really no, go no, into no, depth no, and yeah, explain yeah. it because I was, I was feeling it that day. Yeah, I was just like, no, 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 you lot are not getting rid of this. I'm not one to kick up a fuss, but when I do, I have to say a point back period. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, as you mentioned, it probably shouldn't be an issue, but it undoubtedly will be. Like, the people are going to make certain, you know, assumptions. Yeah. They're going to have their stereotypes that they 
you know, once they see you, <laughs> especially with a hood up, mm, 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 they're automatically mm. thinking, okay, this guy's a hoodlum, this yeah, guy's a, yeah. you know, whatever. Then add on top of if they have any preconceptions if you're black. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all like escalating, escalating. Mm, 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 the guy mm, with the lateral flow test was probably thinking, oh, this guy's gonna box my head off. Now, for real, for real. But it's not as if like COVID stereotypes, everyone gets no, no, in no, it, no, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Even if you're the nicest person, people are automatically gonna have some preconceptions. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, having said that, it's not right that you. I guess act differently, especially when it's a situation, for example, with the tall person, mm. where you're clearly paying. <laughs> clearly, I, I was I was queuing up, and that's what I was about to say to us. Like, I've been queuing like everyone else in it. Yeah, don't take the mic, like. But go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're clearly true. paying. You're clearly yeah. not like you know doing anything untowards mm. or whatever. So you should be given the same respect that you know every other customer, every other customer is given. Word. Um. Where? I think that sums it up, you know what I mean? Nah, it's Cause crazy. Because obviously it takes me back to your scenario, even when you had the gift card situation, yeah, 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 which was yeah, even yeah. mad. You know what I mean? But I didn't even think of it when it's happened to me at the time. So And that one, I was I was just calmly, you know Yeah, what I mean? humble, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, nah, man, no. Like, I'm, I'm going to start calling you lot out. Anytime I feel a way, because, you know, sometimes when someone, when people say, there's that saying, like, if you generally feel a way about something, usually you're right in the way that you're mm-hmm. feeling. You know what I mean? Like, no one should be able to tell you how to feel. So I feel like I handled it properly. Like, I wasn't raising my voice. But I had to be very blunt and direct with what I said in it. And yeah, I wasn't yeah, yeah. I wasn't alluding it to racism or anything. I just felt like I'm not being treated as a valued customer. Yeah, Even if yeah. I'm coming in there and I'm spending five pounds, your attitude wasn't the same as it was when you was dealing with that old lady. Do you get what I mean? That's so it. I was just like, no, nah, I have to tell you that. Sometimes there's also a social element to it as well. Mm, I think, oh, mm, this guy's lower class. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Real talk, real talk. So I don't need to real give talk. him the same respect. I nah, have to real give, talk. Like, for real, man. For example, if the queen was to walk in, you know. <laughs> you Trust know what me, I mean? for real. If it was a guy in a suit to walk in, they'd be treated differently, for real, man. So I was just like, nah. I had to tell her, and then obviously it's it was mad because I don't usually ever feel that way. In it, a lot of the times it's it's like water over a duck's back. I'm just it is what it is. I'm coming here to get something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. But that particular day, I think because it had been a build up, and then that thing was kind of like the final straw. Like now, usually I'm not getting away with this now. Anytime I feel away about something, I'm gonna say it, and it is what it is. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, you would definitely say something. Oh, do you get what I mean? So yeah, that was it basically. Like I just I just wanted to ask that question because I was like, bro, like I hear people talking about this experience, but that's. It's you know, it's like really like the real first time mm. it's properly happened to me. Like, obviously, if, I, if I'm with a group of my friends and we're all wearing hoods, it's a bit different. I might be like, oh, cool, it does look a bit mad that we're all rolling together. But when you're by yourself and like you said, you followed all the right kind of steps in, you've queued up, you haven't made noise, you know, yeah. you've gone to pay, you've been even polite. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, whatever. And someone still treats you like a second class citizen. It's mm. like, no, 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 you have to get it. You have to get it. So next time you see me in that shop, you know what it's going to be. And if it's not, I'll kick off again and I'll say the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, real talk. And it's not even to, it's not even on a bully bully boy tactic or whatever. It could have been anyone and I would have said it to them. You know? And um, <clears throat> it's, yeah, yeah, no. Nah, it could have been anyone and I would have said it to them because it's like, I've been in that shop plenty of times before and they don't do that. You know what I mean? So it's like, it. now that I'm experiencing this, I have to tell you where you're going wrong. So throughout that day, like it's weird because I was feeling guilty because I don't like to be confrontational with people sometimes, especially if I don't know them in it. If yeah, I know you, it's a bit different because it's like, oh, you know better. But if mm. I don't know you, I feel a bit guilty afterwards. And I'm, that's not my, like I'm passionate about stuff and I can be very blunt here, yeah, but it's not my character to confront people on the spot and just be, not necessarily aggressive, but be very like direct and, what's it, display my emotion in the way that I'm speaking yeah, to you. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So... <laughs> I felt a bit guilty, but then I was just like, no, it's good. Like, it's good that you did that because now 
that's going to be playing in her mind for the rest of the day. Like, oh, maybe I was moving a bit mad in it. So I need to correct the way I'm speaking to people or even treating people in general. Yeah, even if it's not it. people that just look like, huh? Yeah, you, you would like it. to think so. Do you get what I mean? But yeah, I'll be I'll be in there again to get my bits and bobs. But, you know, same way. If I feel aware about something, I'll say it. I'll be like, this is the second time this happened. So, that's it. you know. But, um, like, <laughs> I was even, I think I read something the other day, yeah. And it was like, you know, like ticket inspectors, yeah. Mm. Let's say two people are sleeping. One's wearing a suit. One's wearing a hoodie. A hoodie. <laughs> we already <laughs> they're know. Yeah, they're most yeah. likely knock knock. <laughs> yeah, on the hoodie, innit? it? No, real talk, real talk. And it's, 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 nah, it's, it's a shame, man. I'm not even gonna say it's a disgrace. It's a shame, innit? it? Because I think when people have those preconceptions now, that's what can start to build issues. Like, well, they're gonna stereotype me anyway. Yeah. So now that they're looking at me as such, I'm gonna behave as such. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, that's not the. W- the most logical or right way in thinking, but it's like, well, if this is what you expect, I'm going to make sure it's 10 times worse than whatever you thought it was going to be. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, it's a shame that, you know, as a grown man, you can't wear your clothing peacefully without being stereotyped somewhere or even just because of the way you look. You know mm. what I mean? So, it was mad because I was thinking, well, I'm wearing I'm wearing this clothing in the right weather. It's not 33 <laughs> degrees outside. If it is, then it's a bit suspect. Do you yeah. get what I mean? But, like, yeah, I was, I was so mad about that. But then obviously, I, I got over it after a while, but I was just like, nah, man. Anytime I feel a way about something, it's definitely good to say. And that's in any industry, whether it's you're getting your car fixed and someone's spoken to you, really, mm-hmm. you tell them about themselves, you know what I mean? Whether it's retail, anything that you're involved in, I think it's good that people really, you know, speak their truth, man. And make As long as it's respectful and I'm not, like, smashing stuff and, like, being destructive, but I'm telling them exactly is what, what the issue I have. It's then down to them to reply to me what they believe they've done wrong isn't the case, innit? If someone said to, if she had said to me, oh, I didn't know that, that had happened, I apologise. I would have taken it. I'm not one of those people to be like, nah, I don't accept your apology. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I would have been like, all right, cool. And I would have taken my stuff. You know I what think, I mean? I think so, that's natural though. Yeah. Um, if I'm honest, people are naturally defensive <laughs> when you bring anything up towards them. No matter your tone, no matter... Real talk. <laughs> I think <laughs> correction brings a lot of defensiveness. Oh, you know what I mean? Real talk. Real talk. Like, you can have two people say the same thing the tone will be completely different, mm. but the response mm. will be the same. Like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 nah, people That's are cool. naturally, they get defensive because people are not really abrasive usually. Mm. They're not really mm. trying to ruffle feathers. Mm. Everyone like, everyone puts a layer of like padding on things they All say. Things, you know yeah, what I mean? you know, I don't and, know. And no people are used to that. Mm. So, mm. so when they feel like you're coming at them, and more time, it's just you're expressing something that's happened. Yeah, no, nah, it's true. It's real talk. That's real talk. And it's funny because when you do that, yeah, they'll just say the first thing that comes to their mind. You that's can it. tell there's no logic in their no, response. No, no, so even what, yeah, even once I've done that to her, yeah, she was like, oh, well, you didn't ask for a bag. And I was just like, <laughs> that made me even more angry in it because then I was like, oh, so you were thinking about it. That's why you did that in the yeah, first place. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, that, if she hadn't said anything and she was quiet, I would have just taken my stuff and gone in it. When she said that, I had to give her some more like, no. That's like, do I look like a fool? I've got a bag in my hand, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man. It is what it is, yeah, but it yeah, is. I just thought that was an interesting point of conversation. Question, yeah. Let's say, well, actually, I have two questions. Yeah. Maybe three. Do you think, yeah, there's a difference between, like, um, big organisations, yeah, mm. and if, like, it's, um, let's say, a small shop? You think customer service or just... Yeah, and how they, like, how they tr- maybe treat people discriminate mm, that's a good question don't get me wrong though, I've been in shops here where I've been having I've had my hood up and they'll be like oh can you take your hood off please but they won't oh, say okay, okay. rude yeah yeah I can't remember where it was but I've walked into a shop once and I was wearing my hoodie Um, it makes me sound like I'm wearing hoodies all the time it's not the mm-hmm. case but every now and then I might just be wearing a hoodie yeah. and uh, the security guy was like oh can you just take it off please but it wasn't rude about it if you said take your hoodie off I would have been like for what 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh, sorry, can you take off? And I took it. I was just like, yeah, yeah, cool. Took it off, like, without even a second thought. So, in terms of big and small shops and how they treat people, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it varies. I don't think, I don't think big organisations necessarily treat people correctly all the time either. You know what I mean? I just think it comes down to, obviously, they have an ethos and a way of working. Like, for yeah. example, you know, Starbucks has that culture of this and write their name on a card yeah, and yeah, speak yeah. to people properly. But it doesn't mean that every Starbucks you go into necessarily has that. Has that you know, so I feel like yeah. it varies on whoever is kind of in charge of that particular uh, shop or, you know, organisation at that period of time. Mm. You know, because I might go into... What's that place that does? Is it... Okay, I'll tell you. There's, there's, for example, yeah, I have no business being in here, but girls love it. You know, for example, you're going to a shop called Lush. They sell, sell those bath bombs and all those kind of different things. Have you never... I basically, they sell stuff like that. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, okay. But someone will come up to me and be mad enthusiastic. Like, oh, like, what are you looking for? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And that kind of builds my confidence. Not that I want to buy anything, but I'll be like, oh, no, nah, this shop's dope. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? For, this is not for. my usual setting, but I'm going to be more open and friendly in the way I, 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 I talk to them and I communicate mm. with them. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, I might go into a... Um, even just a normal supermarket. I might go into... I don't want to bad bad mind anyone but uh let's say i might go into a tesco and then the security guards immediately following me around mm. you know what i mean then i'm like why are you i've had that before as well actually and i i just look i had to stare him down in it i didn't even say nothing i had to stare him down and he quickly shifted the aisles but you, you ever notice like, they're usually always black as well they're always always <laughs> but it's just like why are you following me like you know what i mean do you think i'll be so brazen enough to take my time <laughs> like decide what i'm trying to take and then just run out you know what i mean so like yeah i've had that so i think it just depends on like what they've been taught what they've been told and who is in charge of the organization? Yeah, 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 yeah. At that at that particular moment, you get what I mean? Because you'll get some people, their managers are very on the ball. Like, make sure you treat all these customers properly. You know what I mean? And then if you were to call them, they they proper apologize and they'll be like, you know, I'll get I'll sort you guys out. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. And when, sometimes you might let me speak to your manager and they're just backing stuff. So it varies, you know. It varies. For me. I can't say that one organization that's really big always treats people great. Whereas a small organization that isn't that well known doesn't. I think it it definitely just varies. Yeah, because yeah, people sure. ultimately they vary, yeah yeah I think it? Yeah. It comes, yeah it's the, it's the common denominator of who it is on the day. Mm. You know, so you get some people that are very people oriented and they know how to talk to everyone regardless yeah. of whatever it is they're going on in their own lives outside of work. And then you get other people. I think that's that's the biggest denominator. Sometimes you get some people that have just been there for too long and it's just a job, so they forget mm. the other ethos of the work environment. So like I said, when I had that situation happen to me, it was an older person. You could tell this person might be doing that as a part-time thing or they've been there for time. And yeah, it just yeah, it is yeah, what yeah. it is. Like, I'm, it's just, um, what do they say? The saying is like, they're just running, they're just running through the motions. I come here, I do whatever I need to do, but I don't need to have any kind of um, positive communications with people I don't really see fit to have it. You know what I mean? With. I think that, you know what? Yeah. I, I probably, I think that was a, like a subconscious action. Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah. Something that's just we'll like. Talk. We'll talk. Like, oh, well, I'd never respect you like, anyway. So it is what it is. No, like. I, I don't even think it, there was that much conscious thought to it. Is what I mean. Like, yeah. I so it was just like, like. It's just ingrained in her. You know what I mean? Just to be like, just to be as such. Yeah, it's true. When you it's see true. certain things, you might just, because you lived your life like that. kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. That is true. That is also true. But it's possible I, as well, though. Yeah, no, no. Nah, I just feel like, like you said, it might be a subconscious thing, yeah. But so, sometimes your subconscious is still choosy on what it wants to do. So, like, for example, subconsciously, she's just having a, a nice conversation with the old lady and she's treating her mm. like she would one of her own friends. Exactly. But someone that she doesn't, she knows she would not normally have an interaction with now, her subconscious automatically kicks into, oh, why do we even need to care? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not going <laughs> to care true. anyway. You get I me? Mean? So, yeah, there's that element as well, for sure. So, my other question was, yeah. 
like, I feel... Actually, no, yeah, I just asked this question. Yeah. If you was, like, a small business owner, for example, yeah, mm-hmm. do you think there would be certain people you would discriminate against? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Now, I'll give you another scenario of what happened, yeah? And maybe I just had a little bit more time and leeway. We, like I said, when we went into a Nigerian restaurant to eat in Greenwich, the lady, the lady's attitude, she wasn't necessarily rude, but she was very lackadaisical. Like, okay. uh, yeah, you guys just make your way. But when we started to strike up a conversation, I was proper chatty. The energy was boosted, you know what I mean? Mm. And she had enough time. And she started to go out of her way to get our stuff and recommend things on the item. So sometimes you, there is that element to communication with people, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. sometimes I feel like you can your, your energy can tell the difference. on what When someone's like, oh, they're just tired, it is what it is, or they're just being actively rude, isn't it? But um, no, like, I don't think... I wouldn't like to discriminate, you know what I mean? I would mm. say the goal of what th- this small business is is to make money, yeah? but to make people have an experience every time they come here. That's why some of these shops are so successful. Like, for example, I always feel a bit out of place when I go there. I don't know what, why that is. That might just be my own subconscious. But for example, whenever I go to Selfridges, apparently one of my friends used to work there. He said what they got told and what they got drilled was all the small things were important. So they had to be on work at work on time or at least 15 minutes before. Anytime you were late, yeah, <coughs> the manager would either just say, yeah, just go home, don't come back. Or they'll be very harsh with how they treat them, innit? Oh, okay. And he said the biggest thing that they used to teach them whilst they're working there was make sure they always have an experience coming here. So, for example, yeah, you can go into Selfridges, yeah. At the, the the manager asked my friend this question. He was just like, "What's the difference between <coughs> this white shirt that's branded and this white shirt that's unbranded?" And obviously, everyone's kind of stumped, like, and then people just trying to state the obvious, like, "Well, this one's branded." And he was like, "No." They're both T-shirts. It's the experience that makes him believe that this one is worth more than this one. You know what I mean? I was just thinking, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why someone could go into one of those stores and spend £500 on a yeah, T-shirt. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily about the T-shirt. It's about the experience. Because like you'll see a lot of these <clears throat> artists like that are coming from the roads or just coming from not having that much to like blown up overnight. And they go... like Some of the first places they go is to these places to yeah, go and buy yeah, super yeah. expensive stuff. So I think, yeah, as much as it's materialistic, sometimes they just want to uh, enjoy the experience. So now you get some lady come up to you, like, do you guys want a tea coffee? Because like, they know, like, you're going there to blow a bag, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, might be your, it might be the whole of your paycheck, but they know they're going to collect it if they, if they treat you nice. Yeah. And they might not even like you as a person, but they understand that. If you come here and we treat you like we would treat someone that's stinking rich and we know they got it, you're going to want to come back and have the same experience. Do you get oh, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, for, for me, that would be the, the essence of, there's no discrimination in my business. Like, I'm going to push an experience. Even if I'm selling flipping bars of soap, it's the experience, you know what I mean? You tell them what kind of different essence and what oils go into this soap and that soap. Like, you know your stuff. So when people yeah, come yeah. here, even though they only came in for one particular plain bar of Dove soap, they end up buying six different ones because they're like, oh, nice, no, dope. Like, they were striking up a conversation. They treated us nice, you know what I mean? So definitely, I think a lot of businesses don't aim to discriminate. But sometimes once you put certain people in positions of power, it can start to, like, standards can start to slip for some oh, people, yeah. you know I what I mean? So... Yeah, no, I would, I'd, no, that's, of course, like, I'll definitely not try to discriminate. I'll just make sure I'll drill it, like, it's a privilege, even if you're not getting paid that much, it's a privilege for you to work here, to make sure the experience for anyone else that's coming into the store to buy something, it's an experience for them. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's an all-round thing, like, and more times, <clears throat> if you're paying people handsomely, and you're attached to something that's seen as a luxurious brand, you're even proud to say you work there. 
You know what I mean? I'm sure there's plenty of 16, 17 year olds that are gassed to say, I work in an Apple store still. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because they built it to be around. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just it's just computers and mm-hmm. mobile phones. It's car from warehouse with a different name. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Really and truly. So, you know, like, same way people would be proud if they're at a certain age to be like, yeah, I work in Selfridges still. Yeah, yeah come. Like, mm-hmm. Because they know it's that kind of brand has been built up to, you know, represent something of oh, meaning. Yeah, you know sure, what I mean? So, sure. yeah. How about you? Do you reckon you would discriminate? Uh, Depends on the business part. Yeah, probably. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. Elaborate. Why would you discriminate? So, for example, yeah, let me let me flip it to like, let's say I had a convenience store. Yeah. Tell me how, how often you see only one or two school children allowed. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. They, that is very true. That they actively true. discriminate against younger people because that is true. I guess they... I guess evidence has showed them that they're more likely to still in it. Yeah, I remember true. one time, I think like maybe two, two, two or three weeks ago, yeah. I went into a convenience store, yeah? Yeah. And um, usually I'm quite cool with the boss man, innit? Yeah. But this time his attention was taken, yeah? There was like, yeah. there was like five, like maybe like 15, 16 year olds like oh, in the corner, it? innit? <laughs> and this guy, he was fixated. Yeah, and, yeah. And I wanted to return a parcel. I was like, boss, was like, yeah, oh, yeah. and his, his face was like this, yeah? Proper like, yeah, Proper yeah. Proper like yeah. that. And then like, Midway, he was like, hey, all of you, get out, get out. Oh, so <laughs> down, no, that's, that's bad. <laughs> that Apparently, they were, they were stealing, like, trying to do it slightly. Then oh, they is it? it? Okay. And then, when they all, like, left in it, he was like, oh, these fucking bastards. <laughs> 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 I'm good, isn't nah, it? That would be infuriating. It's true, it's true. It's and, hard. Like, and I true. guess the risk is more on you, innit? Cause yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. like, a, a business like that, like, that's all your money, innit? Yeah, it's true. It's true, actually. That's actually a very so good point. Certain, I didn't even so look at it It like depends that. on the yeah. business, isn't it? And certain obviously, certain businesses don't want to attract certain type of customers. Well. Yeah, like, like, if you ain't got it, you shouldn't be in here. But I don't think they'll necessarily say that to you, though. That's the thing. But, yeah, that's, that's actually a good point. I never thought of it like that, though. But then sometimes I feel like... So that's like age discrimination, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is age discrimination. But it's like sometimes as well, yeah, you just need to take the precautions of now that you know you're, you're const- constantly getting shoplifted, like people are shoplifting from you, you need to put some measures in place where maybe it's if someone's... Easy. Yeah, it's not as easy. Do you get what I mean? Like, maybe you might have to put secret barcodes on every... It's long. But if if the moment you pick it up and you walk past a certain part of the shop without you paying, an alarm goes off, then they know, like, oh, it's, it's hot still. Every time... It's it's very, mm. it's very like, meticulous. And it, it's, it's a lot of money that you shouldn't have to spend to protect your business. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But if you're trying to avoid discrimination... um, I don't think having rules is necessarily discrimination, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you just had two school school children at a time, I wouldn't say that's necessarily discrimination. It's more, it's a sense of order. You okay, get what yeah, I mean? Like, fair, because if fair. you were to say no school children allowed, that's discrimination. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you're saying, no, you guys can come in, but it's two at a time. And then once more than two come, you have to go, no, you guys have to wait outside. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily discrimination. It's just, I'm protecting my own interests. No, yeah, that means you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, sure. we have rules. Like, you can't, you can't go to the airport and just saying, I'm, I'm late for my flight. Don't, don't check my bag. You know what I mean? <laughs> there could have been like, if you lost your yeah, mind. Some order you know what I mean? So yeah, some, yeah. Someone could be like, oh, that's discrimination. No, it's not. Like, you, we have a set of rules for a reason. Do you get what I mean? And that it applies to, obviously, in this in, in this age, someone could turn around and argue and say, but it just says school kids. But if it's a sense of order, it's not it's not narrowing it down to only two female school kids or only two male school kids or only two black school kids at a time. It's all, you know what I mean? All mm. school kids. Uh, it's a shame. But I wouldn't say it's necessarily discrimination. I'll put that more as it's a bit of order in it. It's a sense of order just to make things a bit easier if you have been going through that. Yeah, a bit more manageable. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly. a good point, so, actually. Yeah. Definitely, man. Mad, mad, mad. Well, that's mad. I never even thought. That's a good one. That was a curveball still. That was a curveball. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, I, just, sure. <laughs> I try and <laughs> change the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, um, for real. 
but yeah man like one thing that is ever changing as well social media man like crazy it's just too difficult to do anything on them man <laughs> <laughs> that popularity thing is just, always changing yeah man like um obviously so i came ac- across a post from young ads like you know this guy's his poetry emotion family he's always got something <laughs> but this was a while ago anyway i don't know why i, I just reported this but i was thinking now nah, it's very true like do you feel like social media creates a social hierarchy in real life like the more followers you are the more of an important person you seem to be does that yeah. translate into real life and yeah, why definitely. why why do you think that is because clout is the new currency, isn't it? Mm. If you're more known, you have more opportunities to leverage that into money. Mm. So, mm. and if you're more known, you, you're you more famous, isn't it? And fame always attracts, like, mm. interest and attention. Mm, so, true. and influence. True. That so, true. the more power, fame, influence you have, like, naturally, I guess... The more doors, I guess, you can open. Yeah, so... And especially because you've got a visual number <laughs> attached to it. You know what I mean? True. That's very true. So it's very easy to put people into certain brackets. And now, maybe it's not even a number as much, but what, once you get a blue tick, like... It's true. No, no, no. That's true. That's true. That's true. Especially if you've got a certain like, craft attached to yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very true. Because to be fair, true. there's been some blue tick people I've come across and I'm like, oh, who are you? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who they but are. because they have a blue tick, uh, they get some interest from me. Yeah, okay, they might not be able to retain okay, it. Okay, based on what they do, but okay. they get some interest versus like the millions of people that yeah, just comment yeah, or whatever. That's true. So but even even with that question, I I'll give my standpoint on that. I feel like it's definitely translated into real life. Like social media hierarchy is definitely translated into real life because I, I don't want to I don't want to shoot people down. Actually, I just feel like sometimes you don't even know why some certain people got so many flo- followers. You know yeah. what I mean? And they just they just happen to be. For example, like I went to a, I didn't actually check his page, but he seemed like it was quite popular. Like, um, I went to a trainer convention. That vlog is dropping this Sunday. Check out. Um, check out the last one too. Yeah, check oh, out the oh, last oh. one too. For real, like, um, there was a guy that I've never seen before, and Young Teflon was on stage. So obviously, I know who Young Teflon yeah, is, yeah. isn't it? And there was a girl. Uh, I'd clocked her on YouTube a few times because they have a show talking about trainers in general. Oh, okay. And then this guy was just wiling on any everyone about trainers. Like, no, your opinion's wrong. It was, it was moving like Simon Cowell, just with trainers, innit? Oh, okay. I was thinking, this guy's talking bad. I don't even know who he is. But it turned out he had a lot of followers online. Mm. And he'd kind of created, like, a, a following slash community within, like, the, the, he was a somebody, basically, okay, in the sneaker yeah, yeah, industry. Yeah. But I never knew that, innit? Um, but the way people were treating him, it was like they knew who he was, innit? So even though I didn't necessarily know, they definitely knew who he was. And it was so I feel like, yeah, so yeah. I feel like that kind of social media element really transferred into, into real life. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a thing. But obviously, the, the interesting point that Young Ads made was, and this doesn't always apply to everyone, because like you said, most people are average. No one's got that. But he said, it's crazy how someone could be super successful in life or just like super wealthy or just doing really well in life in general. Yeah, yeah. But they don't really have a social media following and they, they get treated a little bit different as a result. Like, oh, we don't even know who you are because you might even have social media but you don't even have that much following you know what I mean you don't have that much followers and you might even have that, that much engagement or even have that much going on on your page but you're actually if I, I don't want to say somebody but you're actually winning you know what I mean but then you get others they might still be doing well but they're not doing as well as that person but because they've got maybe I don't know like 50k followers automatically people are drawn to them to be like this is a representation of what success is in real yeah. life do you get what I mean even though that's not the case so in a way, yeah, do you feel that that's a little bit problematic or is it just working how it should do in general? Yeah, I th- I think it's working how, how it should do because yeah. more time, yeah, if 
if those people who are like really successful but just not on socials yeah probably documenting everything they did mm. like probably with their network they could get that if they wanted mm. to most likely mm-hmm. you know what i mean because one thing social media loves is like you know the image of success. yeah the image the the clout the clout you know in mean, it yeah. so i don't think that is too much of an issue i guess I guess the issue does come where people, if you don't have that. And people just start to target just having. No, like, let's say like you don't have like the social media, like um, like buzz. Yeah, yeah. People now look down on people that are not displaying that. Mm, like, mm, you know, they're lesser than. Than because of it. Yeah. Because of it. When in reality, they might actually be. At the same position. At the same position yeah, or yeah, even yeah. better. Mm. And also, kind of like what we was discussing before, the way the where where people place their values is very different, isn't it? Mm. So one person's vision of success is way different from another person's. True. But because it doesn't like um, subscribe to the like the generic the theory of what it theory is. of success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people might look down on like you someone know, that doesn't have someone that, that has an unconventional yeah, um, yeah, 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 vision yeah. of success. So. Yeah, that's where I think it gets problematic. Okay. Do you feel like it's problematic? Because sometimes, yeah, again, I was watching another podcast. Um, I was watching the 90s Baby Show and they were like, because they were interviewing that guy Moses London and they were like, okay. oh, like, what else do you do outside of social media though? Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's a long conversation, but it was just like, do you think it, it is a little bit problematic as well? Like some people just aim for that following, but they don't have anything else going for them outside of that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, like you said, even though you have a large following, you can be super successful and attract investors and partnerships. But just because you have that following doesn't necessarily mean that's always going to be the case. Because you have like 10K following doesn't always mean people are going to be drawn to want to work with you or oh give no, you opportunities. Yeah, and doors don't always automatically open yeah, for yeah, you yeah. because you've got a decent amount of followers. Do you get what I mean? So do you feel like it is a little bit problematic in a sense of people see that and they think that's what success is when it is so more, so much more else attached to it? Do you get what I mean? Because with that, you can use leverage. But someone just be like, oh, no, I've got, as dumb as it sounds, yeah, some people might just see 10K followers as I've made it. Like, I'm somebody now. When really and truly, you're still not because you're not using all the leverage of what that 10K followers is to open and create your own kind of freedom, if that makes any sense. Do you get what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a difficult question. Yeah, it's a difficult like, question. I think it still kind of relates to my, my old answer. Like, yeah. It can be problematic mm. if, if for you you don't even deem it like that. But you know, mm. but because of what society is saying, you know, you feel like if you don't have that, you're not. You're not. You're not. Yeah. 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 True. Okay. Cool. And I yeah. feel like people that are winning anyway don't really care about that. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The fuck. <laughs> yeah. no, but, for real, but, for real. but but then it brings another um it brings another point because you can be let's say let's just say conventional way yeah you can be rich you can be like having like lots of nice things and stuff but because you're not known because you don't have that clout (laughs) you're walking around mad like (laughs) (laughs) not not, not even that you're walking around mad yeah but you might not have the same opportunities someone someone else someone else does like you might not be getting mad free stuff you might not be getting the opportunity to I don't know. Fly somewhere or fly go somewhere do something or... incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, not that you can't, but yeah, like yeah. to get it for free and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there is there is definite advantages of that clout. Mm. But 
at the same time, that clout does have its disadvantages, you know. Yeah, yeah, true. Lots of personal freedom to a certain extent. Mm. Um, that whole celebrity life. <laughs> you might be on Shea Barra, like, all yeah, these things, true, you know what I mean? True. So... There's pros and cons to like all. That's a good answer, actually. Yeah, aspects, that's a good yeah. answer. I don't if we have another one. I think yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that. Still, that was good. Yeah, mm. that was good analysis. Good take on it for sure. So, no, definitely, man. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the, you know, PSG's recent social media posts. <laughs> Bro, they went up as soon as they <laughs> as like I was seeing made you think. You know, they were like, oh, they were looking through them, and they only had like forty-seven mi- only. I say like that's nothing. They only had forty-seven million followers, and then as soon as they signed Messi, it went up to fifty-one or something ridiculous like that. Like, yeah, the power of yeah, you are right. And that in that context, the power of um, social media hierarchy is incredible because now you can you can even attract kind of followers and supporters and money it's to true. someone else just because of. Obviously, his achievements off the field have put him where he is yeah, like, yeah, on yeah. social media, but obviously. It's still a crazy tool for him to kind of like mm-hmm. bring a buzz or bring like even more success to something that's already seen as quite prestige in the team of PSG. In it, because yeah. some people might say, "Oh, why are you signing a how old is he? Thirty five? Yeah, thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. Like basically, uh, you know, Messi's yeah, still amazing. Fo- but yeah, yeah, but a he's on the way down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, why would you even <laughs> bring him? What? Social media. Social media. Yeah. <laughs> the whole buzz Marketing, around Messi. They always say that. Okay, it's just like before social clout, media was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Before social media was as big as it is now, it's the same way. Like when David Beckham went to Real Madrid, that's it. The shirt sales skyrocketed because of what he is as a like as a brand, and the, as a marketing mm-hmm. tool. Like, oh, this person is, you know, the the blonde, blonde haired, you know, English, mm-hmm. handsome Englishman that's yeah, going to yeah, attract yeah. more women to come and watch the game. And obviously, people that like football that know about him will want to come and watch as well. So yeah, another one of the Galactico. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> For real, man. That's very true. That's very true. So yeah, social. I think there's probably more pros in it than there are cons. There are some big cons, but there's a lot of pros as well. I just think you can't let that, like you said, I don't think you should let that social media hierarchy affect the way you treat people in real life. Because sometimes it does seep seep into the way yeah, people yeah, deal with sure. people in real life as well. Like, sure. do you know who I am? You know, what I mean? you know what I mean. So it does happen. You know what I mean. And that's with any anything that involves some kind of influence or power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People can quickly become gas. I'm not saying that people that are in that position now are, but that can come with it. Do you get what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. There's a certain level of automatic respect that's given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. might not be afforded to like to the other people. That's true. That's real talk. That's actually real talk. That's a good answer, man. Now for real. Uh, yeah, but, man. Yeah, man. But obviously, man, Messi, bro. Speaking of Messi, the end of an era, bro. Bro, it's crazy, fam. To be honest, yeah, I wasn't that upset that he was leaving Barcelona. No, I wasn't that upset, but yeah. it's, it's just, it's weird to see, like, so many, like, like, giant figures. Like, things are changing. Changing, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah. is, like, kind of off topic, but. True. Beyonce's going to be 40 this year. That's incredible. That's, that's mad. mad. Well. Megan Good is turned 40. That's, like, that's huh? actually mad. That's actually mad. That's Rih- crazy. Rihanna's a whole billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. That is crazy for real. Like, yeah, things are a changing whole now. Generation of, mm. of people are changing. You know yeah, I mean? people have evolved, evolved and stuff has changed. Yeah, for real. But I always had a feeling that because we had a discussion on Messi, I was just like, I don't think he'll finish there. Like, I don't see him mm. finishing at Barcelona. And as great as Messi is, and as fantastic, he's probably definitely the best or one of the. Obviously, I'm a Ronaldo fan in it, but CR7. Yeah, but, you know, people just say he's the best. Like, I just feel like it was the essence of he'd actually just become bigger than the club. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily... People weren't saying, oh, 
I'm choosing Barcelona because they like the history. It's because of one person. You know what I mean? So <laughs> when you become that big, yeah, I think it does become a little bit problematic because now, even to keep him on, like the com- the fee that he was commanding to sign with them was mad. You know what I mean? Mm. Obviously, it's not down to any of his doing. It's just that he's been super successful where you can command that fee. Like, well, yeah. you know what I'm bringing to the table anyway, regardless of how old I am now. So, you know, not too many people do can do that. But someone like him can command such a high fee to where even when he's taking a pay cut, they're struggling to pay it because it's just so much money. You know I took a 50% yeah, pay cut. They, they were still struggling to pay yeah. it. So I was just like, I don't know what kind of money from when... Like, or, do, M- or do you think that's just down to bad No, no, it's, it's a mixture. It's okay. a mixture. What I'm going to get into... Like, actually, let me get into that now. It's a mixture. Like, what I think has happened was like he's consistently performed at the heights of outer worldly like another yeah. planet mm-hmm. that they've had to reward him with such a high fee in yeah. wages. You know what I mean? To keep it. As much as... He's got love for the club. He wasn't gonna settle for. Okay, cool. We can only we have to cap it at this. But maybe they should have tried to, to test their waters with that. No, but apparently legally they can't actually go below fifty percent. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. But even before it got to this whole stage, mm. do you know, like let's say four years ago, even before two years ago, before he went into leave, yeah. Like once they knew his contract was coming up for renewal, yeah, I think they should have just put a, a cap in place. Like you're the best player, but this is the cap in it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can agree to something where you get a share in a football team. Like we'll give you that because now mm. shares provides dividends going forward in it, it. it but you know they, they should have been realistic like we can't keep afford to pay you one million pounds mm-hmm. but obviously no one saw covid coming so yeah their true, projections at the time would have been like now nah, we got more than enough money to pay this guy man until he's 40 if he wants to play to that age you get what i mean but obviously covid is struck now and the mismanagement of funds and not thinking about the future has kind of cost them so they've got like one player that's always injured he's on stupid wages coutinho didn't work out for yeah. them Griezmann, it just seems like a non-starter for That's them. It. Great player, but it just doesn't really fit with the team. Mm. And a lot of these guys, some of them didn't ref- like refuse to take pay cuts. Others did, but it still wasn't enough to balance the book. So mm. when I was looking at the figures, it was like they were 1.7 billion in debt. Like that's because of obviously COVID. There's no fans to come. Yeah. There's no tours. Like a lot of stuff has contributed to them being in a hole in it. So it's like now they're on a downward spiral because they've signed other players on a free transfer, but the wages, they can't afford to pay them because they're still in mm. debt until they sold them. So, yeah, like, obviously, it's, it was having this, like, discussion, right? Sometimes, is it problematic when... Because, obviously, their logo is <coughs> more than a club. Massive club, and it's more than a club. Yeah. But is it problematic now when, obviously, he's probably one of the best players ever to do it, becomes bigger and commands such a massive say-so in the way things are being run, basically? Because there's always stories that he didn't want to, he didn't want them to yeah. sign certain people. He wanted them to bring back Neymar. Imagine if they paid that fee now to bring him back, mm. it would have been even worse than it is now. So, yeah, obviously there's more questions to it, but is it a problem when someone becomes bigger than the actual thing it is that they're under the umbrella of? Yeah, I think that you always run a risk of you know massive collapse when someone is given so much power mm. because mm, a single person like that, yeah, a single yeah. person, yeah, yeah. once that void mm. is gone or like the way they set it up mm. they haven't really i mean they i think they've tried to like restructure it like bringing people yeah. but because he's still such a massive influence and such a massive drain as well because and a massive drain the amount of money they're still paying him even throughout yeah like it yeah there's always like a recipe for kind of disaster mm. and obviously it's been difficult for them because mm. they've been so reliant on him and his true and everything like that True, that's but a big point there. Reliance on the one person, it. yeah. But it comes to a point, yeah, where like I think sometimes a club has to make a decision. Mm. Like 
for example, with um, like even for Messi himself with like Ronaldinho and Deco. Yeah, 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 yeah. One yeah. manager came and was like, okay, these two have got to go, yeah. even though they were like batting out. They were like some of the up. best players at the time. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? for sure, for sure. So sometimes you got to make the decision Sacrifices for the future. Decisions, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's so true. When a player like Messi comes, who's like. He's a talisman. Gener- generation generational talent. Don't get them often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard not to rely on that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to kind of meet and all the demands around that the person yeah. Yeah, wants. Yeah, that's true. Especially when he's bringing in so much, I guess, money, sales yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, definitely. People are flying into Barcelona to people just watch him play. Like the Asian market. Yeah. So many people are into football because of that one person literally, as well. Literally, Um, <clears throat> Even that, yeah. Speaking on business, this is a good This is a good um, segue to get into business for finances in general, yeah. Sometimes is it good to like do your research, yeah, and base your business model off of other people's success and longevity? I say this here because uh, Bayern Munich, their team super successful all the time, yeah, but they don't ever go crazy in the transfer market. You know what I mean? Mm. I can't remember the last time they spent a hundred million on someone. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because a lot of pe- like a lot of clubs wanted to sign that Erling Haaland guy, but the next next year. His release cost is only 60 mil or 65 mil. Mm. But if they also sign him this mil, it's minimum 150, minimum. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, they asked the president of um, Bayern Munich, like, are you going to sign him in it? Because all these other clubs are signing these. And like, it's impossible. Like, we can't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work under our financial structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If we are to lose him, then so be it. But we can't go above and beyond what we've set our, yeah. our means to be in it, cutting your coat according to your size. So he was like, we operate under a strict financial structure. And, you know, if it's out of that, then we just can't go for the players. But they've been kind of prospering as a result. Yeah. So you don't hear them saying they're in financial deficit, even when there aren't fans. They're not like some of their tickets, like to go watch games are some of the cheapest in Europe. Like oh, Bayern Munich, uh, Borussia Dortmund, mm. like 30 euros to go watch them play. Oh, wow. But they're financially stable as clubs. So yeah. do you reckon like it is kind of uh, tangible to kind of base your business model a little bit off of others? Because now you've seen them win the Champions League. And yeah. they haven't really had superstar players. They've had great players, don't get me wrong, but they haven't had a Messi or Ronaldo mm. to carry the team. You know what I mean? They've just had a team that's come together at the right time where they've got some world-class players, but they've really worked together as a team and a unit to kind of out-trump and outplay everyone else on a structure that's provided some form of longevity. So they weren't winning straight away. They might be winning the league, but they weren't really getting to Champions League final. Yeah, they went yeah, to the yeah, semis, yeah. quarters, and then one season it clicked. Next season it seemed to be working again. So... Yeah. Do you think it's a viable option to be basing your business model off someone else that's kind of had success with it? No, yeah, definitely. But the problem is there's multiple routes to success. And Barcelona were quite successful for a long period of time. You know what I mean? So Mm. it's it's just the forecasting into the future. Like Mm. it's a kind of a gamble. Like when do you stick? When do you twist? And I guess they I've didn't get that balance right. That. I've got another yeah. question on that. Even with your response there, that was a sick response, yeah. Do you think success uh, breeds, like, contempt? Like, do you become a bit complacent with, complacent with success? I'll say this, yeah. Mm-hmm. The backlog of this story is, for example, Barcelona, remember, they were doing La Masia. So all the guys that they were getting that were becoming world-class were from their youth academy. So they yeah, weren't paying for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Busquets, Iniesta, Xavi, Messi... All of these, there's like six. And these guys cleaned up every year for about four to five years. And then, like you said, they had a peak. And then people leave, people retire. Mm-hmm. You know, the team gets broken up a little bit. Then they become over-reliant on one person. But because of that, now, because they've been successful in that, in that period of time, they've got money. So yeah. they're spending the money, but they're not necessarily thinking of the repercussions of if this mm-hmm. doesn't work out, this is a loss for us. No matter, what, no matter what way we look at it. Even if we win the league, if we're not winning the Champions League every year, it's a loss. You know what I mean? So 
that's what's happened with them. So do you reckon sometimes success and not sticking to the basics, like of just what has been working for you, mm. can cre- can cause calamity going forward, no matter how excellent you are in your field? Because, for example, we talk about Messi, like the best ever. You know what I mean? You can rely on him to a certain extent yeah, to carry yeah. you mm-hmm. for the season, but it's going to come to a point where... Number one, you might not be able to afford him. Or number two, he'll get seriously injured and then there's nothing to fall back yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And then fans might even stop coming. Like, he's not playing, he's injured, so we're not coming. So, yeah, do you reckon, like, sticking to basics is very important? That's number one. And do you feel like success breeds a form of complacency? Maybe not necessarily from the player, but yeah. from the people involved in enjoying their success because they don't know what it takes to kind of stay there. They like to think they do, but they, like you said, there's different routes and they might mm-hmm. be exploring the the easiest routes for them. Because I feel like they kind of went, they tried to go down the Galactico line when they were signing all these big, big yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just hasn't worked out That's for them, it, really. And they haven't learned from the lessons of the past because that didn't really work for Real Madrid. Mm. They won the Champions League, but they weren't always necessarily winning the league. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think they got the backing of the Prince of Spain or something like that. <laughs> but, yeah, those questions there, like, um, no, is I it good to stick to basics or... I think definitely for the success one, I think that's been proven time and again. Mm, you know, mm. success does breed com- um, complacency, mm. and it's hard to de- it's hard to like maintain Prolong, that level yeah. of hunger mm. that mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. had when you hadn't won it. You know what I mean? Um, what's that Tyson quote? Like, you know, something about sleeping on a bed of silk or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When you're training, I can't remember exactly yeah, can't remember what it is. What yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's always gonna be difficult. But it's always it's harder to it's harder to get up and train in the morning when you're sleeping on sleep, silk sheets. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. definitely. Yeah, exactly. yeah, for all, for all. But having said that, at the same time, in relation to your other question about you know sticking the, to, stick to, to, stick to the basics, basics, yeah. Um, it's hard to say though because if it works, like people are not questioning it. Mm. Only when things go wrong are there questions People, yeah true, true and hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm. you can always look back and be like oh yeah they should have done it they should have yeah. done this mm. but mm. if it had worked out no one would have said anything true so true. i think it's always difficult because there's some people that stick to what they do and it works for them mm. uh there's some people that stick to what they do and they change it a bit every year they mm. change it a bit every year and they're still successful successful yeah and there's others that do that and they fail so mm. it's it's hard to say Sometimes you just need the right combination of things. You it's need a risk, some isn't luck. it? I didn't know. It's you a gamble. It's a risk. Like That's success it. does come with elements of risk. Like I'm not going to sit here and act ignorant to the facts. Like you need to make your team better, and you need to reinvest in yourself. Like whether yeah. that's a business or a team, you know, sporting team or actual business, you do need to reinvest, and that comes at risk. Because that reinvestment doesn't necessarily mean it's going to make your thing better or That's make it. it more successful than others. But and who knows? Yeah, maybe they're. They were also keeping to their academy kind of thing, mm, but, but it just, just the wasn't proper talent to fruition, wasn't yeah, the same true. as past years. That is, yeah, yeah, that's real talk. Possible, real talk. Isn't it? It's so, very true, man. And it's tough because, you know, I think once you've achieved such a high level of success for, I wouldn't say a short window, but you just dominated and you become the global pinnacle of what success should look like. It's mm. hard to stay there, you know what I mean? But sometimes you got to be humble, man. Like you go because, you know, like reinvention, someone said, yeah, you can't be you can't be great or you can't be one of the greatest if you can't just strip everything bare and start again from scratch. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. people always want to build something up and stay there and you know plateau and just be the best. But like we've discussed in many previous episodes before, your competitors are going to be working twice as hard to outdo yeah, yeah, you. So yeah. sometimes you just need to strip everything of what it is. Like for example, because remember when we was talking about Messi wanting to leave, they should have just been like, you know, you've done your thing here. Like 
go like we you know you go with our blessing now yeah, 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 it's yeah. time to hit it's it's time to take the L and be humble for maybe four or five years and really invest in the, in the new guys coming up and then sign these youngsters from across the a planet where you're not obviously times have changed now you're not getting someone for five million anymore if yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. 16 and they're sick you're paying like 30 40 mm-hmm. but you know maybe you do one or two of those investments and then you really just start to push again on the if, even if they're not at that level we used to say yeah without the with the right coaching and the right time because i feel like that's what's different now yeah like before don't get me wrong not everyone was messy you know i'm not gonna lie not everyone was messy not, not everyone was cr7 not everyone was assessed fabregas yeah. at the end of the day but i feel like in the current climate that we're in the one thing that a lot of people, businesses, sporting things in general, don't feel like they have the blessing of is time. They like, they like to rush it. Yeah. So if you're 16 and you're cold, you have to play now every it's week. True. You know what it's I mean? True. And if you don't if you don't play well for two three weeks, you're back on the bench or you're going mm-hmm. you're going out alone. You know what I mean? And I feel like, at least back in the day, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think as soon as Messi came on, he was just superb. But the other guys, you know, like your Busquets and that, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. good with the ball, but they weren't necessarily the standout performers in the mm-hmm. team. But they had a time of um, a time period to get to play 30 games a season. So now they know what it takes to be on that level. Like we see this guy doing, we can, we can't. Like yeah, we need yeah, to be yeah, at the yeah. same level. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like sometimes you need to be able to just look at your, the success that you've accomplished and be able to enjoy it. But just to be able to strip everything bare and be like, you know what? We've, we've maxed this guy out. Let him go. You know, we go on good terms. And how we build, isn't it? It is what it is. We might lose some money in the short run, but in the long run, we know in the next five or ten years, a lot of squads are aging. You know what I mean? Yeah, you look at Juventus. Sure. Chiellini's gone on 50. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, like obviously, if, if you're listening to the pod and you don't understand what football is, there there's certain teams where they're, they're aging, and there's a lot of old people. Yeah. So the younger guys that are coming in now, they don't have too many of them. So if you've got a head start on everyone else, even if you've been losing, eventually you'll get to a point where you add a little bit of experience in there and some other talented youngsters from other areas of the world, you know, you're going to be right back where you was. No. You know what I mean? Right. It might not be as sustained, but it's a formula that you kind of stuck with and yeah. it's paying dividend for you. And the financial element, which is the most important side of what football is nowadays, I think behind the scenes, is never in jeopardy as a result. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah. But like you said, there is many different routes to success because like you said, if they'd done all of this and all those signings came trumps, no one would be, t- we wouldn't be sitting here yeah, talking about it exactly. for sure. So, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna like act like blind to the fact that there isn't more than one route. But I think sometimes I think just working with the basics for a while and kind of sticking with what you know can still take you further than experimenting way too much when yeah, you've yeah, achieved yeah, the level yeah. of success that you wanted. You know what I mean? Definitely. Because um, again, I was watching the interview on that, and they were interviewing um. This is totally a little bit left, but they were interviewing um an NFL player who was a rookie. But on his rookie contract, he got like he said he got basically they do a um. Uh, a segment when they're like, "What did I spend my first million dollars on?" In it, okay. So he was talking about he bought houses for his parents, cars, jewelry, whatever. And he's like, "Obviously, I invested a lot of my money too." But he was just like, "One thing I didn't do was put all my trust in my financial advisor." He was like, "More yeah. times, if someone's bringing you an offer that seems too good to be due, too too good to be true, you need to research it yourself." Yeah. And it's like, if you don't, if you just don't understand it, or you can't get your brain around it. Don't invest in it. It's not for you. Because it's like just because someone's telling you something's gonna work. And it's going to be this and that. If you invest your money and losing it, they're not at fault. Mm. They're just telling you what the potential of it could be. So it's yeah, like, sure. sometimes it's like when I fully don't understand and it's like, I don't think I'm going to understand. Not that I'm not going to do research later on either. It just said I won't invest in it because at the end of the day, it's my money. You know what I mean? That's so right. if that risk, if you're not 100% sure about that risk or you don't know what that risk could potentially entail, you know, stick to what you already know and just do the, the safe. Because you know you have safe investments. Yeah. And this is always going to pop off. You know, some obviously anything's possible, but... 
you know, if you know a little bit about stocks and shares, like companies like Coca-Cola and all these places always seem to pay back dividends on your money. So it was like, if you don't understand, just invest in what you know was going to give you your return on your money. And mm-hmm. that's it. And then go from there. Once you become a bit more studious of what it is that you're investing in, then Jeez. you can be like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> then you can be like, ah, cool. This, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this, that, and the other, and I think that that applies to business in general because people like to use the term like, oh, it's, a, it's a, you know, you have to, uh, you have to risk money to make money and that, mm. but you don't have to be stupid with it either, that's you it, know. So, it. yeah. Oh, that's big facts, man. I was gonna ask you, yeah, do you think the days of one club footballers, one club managers oh, are over? That's finished, man. That's finished. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes it all comes down to situation and scenario. You know what I mean, okay. like. If a team's been really poor, but you've been the best player in the team for the last 10 years of your career and you want to win, so people want to leave. You know, Harry Kane is a prime example of that. You know, and he's been unfortunate because he's at that level of he's just too good. They're not going to sell him for less than what they believe that they they should receive in the money, innit? So he might end up being stuck there. he's aging as well, innit? Yeah, he's aging, so he might end up getting stuck there. But yeah, definitely, man. I feel like one, one club players, if they're not super successful throughout, is long gone because even even that you could be super successful like uh David Alaba was at Bayern Munich and this guy's cleaned up trophies there yeah. for fun mm-hmm. and he still was like oh, I want a new challenge you know what I mean and this oh, is a club shit. that youth youth player you know what I mean he's been there from he's seen it go from highs lows back up to highs again and he's on a run of highs he could easily just stay there and just be cleaned up and starting every week but it's like nah I need to I need to change my environment so I, I feel like that one club club player thing nah it's gone man I feel like it would only be the case. I wouldn't even say dependent on success. It would only be the case, a small dependency on success, but the love that you have for a club, that I support this team. This is the team I've wanted. I don't want to play for. You know what I mean? Because even though we had like a, a Steven Gerrard, yeah, he was, remember, he wanted to leave. He wanted to yeah, go to Chelsea. Did, so people yeah. forget that. But they're threatening him like, look, you're not going nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? But someone like a Frank Lampard, even though he ended up did go into other teams, I think he wasn't afforded the time because Chelsea is, it's a here and now. Like we need to win mm-hmm. in it and we know what it is. But if he had his own way, he would have been there forever. So I don't think there's any loyalty on both ends now. I think players, even if they want to, a club might be like, oh, you know what, you've done what you can for us, we'll get rid of you. So now a lot of them are probably taking initiative like, well, if if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd do the same thing. So I don't need to be as loyal. You get what I mean? So yeah, it's it's, it's a codependency of different things. So it's, you know, success, um, the affection on both sides of the business element. So the the player and the club, Mm. because if a club probably likes a player, they're not going to sell him. But if they feel like oh, we're not gonna get this money again, they'll let him go. You know what I mean? So it, it's 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 small small factors, but I don't think it's something we'll see. It's a rarity nowadays, a rarity especially in the in the kind of environment that we live in. You know what I mean? Loyal is not a thing. People are just trying to be secure going forward, that's and whatever it. they're doing, whether that's success or money. So and secure the bag in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And managers, that's been <laughs> since the days of Alex Ferguson. You know what I mean? Wenger. <laughs> Jose Mourinho has been to like 60 different teams now. Crazy, fam. This is a question I was going to ask, yeah. Do you think sometimes betting on yourself, yeah, is the wrong way to go about things? So, for example, there was an issue in basketball, yeah. A guy called Dennis Schroeder. He's a German black basketball player. He's quite good, actually, to be fair. And then he played for the Lakers. And in the middle of the season, they offered him a four-year deal, $80 million contract. Oh, or $84 million. And he was like, nah, nah, nah. What kind of insult is that? I'm worth 100 but now the season's over. None of the teams have given him any offers, and he turned. He declined the offer, innit? So oh, okay. all the teams. Did he perform badly? Yeah. Um. Huh. Did what he perform bam- badly? No, nah, he he wasn't that great. Like the Lakers didn't do anything special either. They got knocked out yeah. early. You know what I mean? So a lot of the teams snapped up players, other players that they wanted for less money, and now people are just like, well, what's he selling for? And then he ended up signing like a 
a one year, even though this is still money, like, but he ended up signing a one year, six million dollar deal mm. with one team. So people like, he fumbled the bag. Like you had one job and obviously it's on a successful franchise. Even if they didn't have a great season, you're already in a big market in it. Like, why are you turning it down? So do you reckon sometimes betting on yourself is the wrong option? Or do you reckon you should always bet on yourself? Like, if you can live with the consequences of what comes out of it, yeah, you'll never... I think that's the key thing. If you can li- live with the consequences, then yeah, definitely. And sometimes you don't have a clear perspective on what your value is. <laughs> that's no, true. You know what I mean? That's true. That is true. You can overvalue you yourself can sometimes. You overvalue yeah, yourself true. unless you have, like, independent, like, people to advise you. Mm. And even then, still, you can still think, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. For real, for real. I know for I'm real, capable, of. and sometimes that might pay off. No, nah, but talk, in this case, talk. yeah, it I didn't. guess it didn't. Yeah, uh, and who knows? Maybe that that one year thing was a strategic thing. Yeah, like, didn't just to see if I, can, if I can perform this year, then maybe I can still pick up something later. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, well, yes. Yeah. He fumbled the bag. Bro. He fumbled. <laughs> he fumbled. <laughs> Eighty-four million. I'm taking that money, bro. But yeah, like it is like it is good to bet on yourself, I guess, but. Like I said, if you it, it all depends on if you can live with the consequences or That's not. He's not going to be poor, you know. Six, yeah, million, yeah. six million is still a lot. He, of money, he's really thinking, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, eight four million is something else. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. Honestly, man. So um, I was gonna. I don't know if you saw this, yeah. But I think we'll end on this one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you see the article? Basically, Apple are now scanning um phone, or they're thinking of scanning phones for like child porn. Oh, really? I, f- I saw something about it, but I didn't actually read the whole article. But yeah, explain so the context. The context is, I think they've developed some technology that yeah. can like basically scan through people's phones and yeah. all these things and just find images mm-hmm. of child porn. Mm-hmm. And if they find it, they'll automatically contact report it to, the police report it to whoever yeah. they need to report it to. And you'll get a knock from uh, Chris Hansen. <laughs> Do you know who that is? No, who's that? <laughs> How to Catch a Predator. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I actually haven't seen it. I need okay, to watch okay, it. Okay, okay. But, but, yeah. but yeah, what's your thoughts on that in general? Like, It's good, I guess. Because but it, there it's was the element of privacy, in it? Like, now, mm. if they're scanning your phones for that, what else are they going to be able to see? Like, not that anyone's looking <laughs> around that, but, you know, like, it is an element of invasion of privacy. But in this aspect, it's for the greater good. You know what I mean? But okay. if they're going to start doing that, it's kind of be like, what else are they going to move on to next? You know what I mean? If someone's got... Not that I support that, but if someone's got, I don't know, racial views on someone, are they going to be reporting it to police if they got that stored down on their phone? Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? The real talk in it. So where does the buck stop, really? Yeah. Because if you start doing that, and not, not that I'm harboring paedophilic behaviour, because at the end of the day, they deserve everything they get. Do you know what I mean? But I do get where people are coming from with, with, with like, does privacy exist anymore then? Mm. If that's the case, if you're going to be able to do that freely, just because you say you're scanning for that, doesn't mean that they're not going to have access to everything else that you may not want other people to have access to. Mm-hmm. And that could potentially cause leaks and stuff. Oh, you know, sure. Even more than there for are sure. now. So, yeah, like, yes, it is, it is. I think it is problematic to an extent. Obviously, I understand what the the goal is, but I feel like usually in a lot of these cases, I'm relating this to life, films, history. People set out for a common goal of good, but destruction usually comes from it because... Things, things usually come out of it. The law of unintended yeah, consequences. Yeah, exactly, basically. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, I know you was ready to hit them. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, you yeah. won't hear that one still. No, you're right, man. Like, for me, one, I guess it would depend how accurate this technology, technology is. Technology is, yeah, for sure. Because there was a lot of people saying like, oh, like, some parents just have pictures of their kids, kids like, in yeah, a bath true. or whatever. I didn't even think um, of that as well. That's true, man. And I think the response to that was like, oh, no. 
that'll be fine. Like it'll get to a stage where it gets to like a human review. So now I was like, actively see what's on your phone. Then I was like, hmm. That's also a bit problematic. Who's to tell that person reviewing it is not also <laughs> like yeah, true. Beautiful, you know what I mean. So bro, like, there's a lot of things to think about. This is that minority report. Yeah, shit, you know what I mean. Like, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, the privacy thing. Um, like, yeah, I don't think people will feel safe. No, no, no. I don't think they they would, like, because they already had issues with CCTV being so invasive in yeah. certain places, like, especially in London. Yeah, in London, you know what I mean. It's like the most watched city in the world, is it not? So, for them to start doing that, it is. I think it's more problematic than it is good, especially when it's coming to okay, a human element to review, and you don't even know what their intentions are, mm. or what they can do with the pictures. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like I get the common goal of good. But like I said, history repeats itself. Like people start off, even in films, they start off with a, a, a common goal of good. And then once they start to get their power, they start to misuse it. Do you get what I mean? So that becomes very like voided. Or things they haven't thought of like. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, have so I, mean? I think they still got a little bit more research to do on that. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. But do you think society is just getting in that way in general? Like yeah, I think so, man. I think so, like. I think so because like now you don't even need your you don't need a physical debit card to pay for things. Yeah, you can tap your phone on it and it just tell you that you paid. You know what I mean? So for them to event, do you know how futuristic that is? Like we're doing it now like it's normal, but ten years ago no one would have ever ever thought. Oh, of, for sure. Oh yeah, I can just use my phone. It will scan my face and I do this and I can pay this, or you know like um, I can tell my phone set this timer and I don't even need to be. That's mad. It's actually fu- we're in the future. Do you get Literally, what I mean? So even these yeah. like. These fingerprints and these faces. It's crazy. It's, it's, like, it's very mad. advanced. It's just that because we're living in it and we start to experience how it first began, yeah. it's, norm, it's the norm for us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, old, like, I don't want to say old people, but people that haven't experienced this, that are on the back end of their lives and they're just experiencing, you know, it's, it must be incredible. Like, yo, you this see. is mad. Like, I would have never seen anything like this. So, yeah, man, I think technology, you're right, technology definitely is going in that direction. But if it is, it's just, is anyone going to really and truly have any sense of freedom then? You know what I mean? Is that a word anymore? Boy, I think it gets to a thing where people complain about it, but it just becomes a norm and people just, just have to deal with it, innit? They just I deal guess. with it, you know what I mean? That's mad, Because it's, it's weird, yeah, but convenience trumps all. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, people That's have their complaints, true. but ultimately, if it's making your life easier, a lot of people will just subscribe to it. No, I remember I for the longest, I didn't do that fingerprint thing, bruv. Resistance like, is futile. That's what it is. That's like, the word. Yeah. I was like, you're not getting my yeah, fingerprint. Yeah. Yeah. One day I did it. I was like, bro, this is just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, someone was telling me, like, no, man, I'm not getting no tapping debit card. Like, I'll chip and pin it. Yeah, yeah. Like, why is it next time I saw that they had a tap debit card? <laughs> now, real talk, resistance is really futile because at the end of the day, you can be fighting against it for as long as you can. And unless you're not outside and you're just not open minded to anything, mm. you know, you're just going to become accustomed to the ways of the land at the end of the day. That's, where it all, that's all it really comes down to. And people would rather have convenience than their own free will. I think so. I think so. People think like so. to cry, cry and be like, nah, you know, we don't have blah, 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 blah. but when it's convenient, <laughs> you know, it makes everything easy and people just become accustomed to how it works. So, yeah. Literally, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy, bro. It is what it is, man. But yeah, uh, I think that's, that is it for this week. Yeah, I can go it, home man. and sleep. <laughs> I'm going to sleep my ass off. But nah, thank you very much. Time. Huh? No, I say we'll save them topics for next time. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. We got we got a good range from there, but yeah, yeah, um, for sure. now thank you very much for listening, guys. We do appreciate it. Oh, for sure, it, you know, for sure. Love, as as always. Um look out for my vlog. Sneaky yeah. convention. Dropping that was this good still, Yeah, man. man, I appreciate it. Like dropping this Sunday, I got another one in there. I'm gonna make sure I edit it on time so you guys can just see what I've been doing basically with my days. Cause I feel like I do do interesting things. 
and you know we can't let all um we can't let all other people show show what they're doing their lives and us us lot are here just doing our podcast oh, yeah, you know what i mean sure. so it's, it's good to to be as, as inclusive as possible do you get what i mean and Whenever I'm having like um, conversations or communications with people that listen to us, it's always kind of positive stuff, man. So yeah, you know, it's, it's only right that I'm giving back to show like, yeah, this is what I'm doing like in London for and sure, stuff. So sure. yeah, man, look out for that dropping on Sunday at seven p.m. I don't even know what day that is. What day is it today? The eleventh. Recording. Whatever. Fourteenth, <laughs> maybe. I think that drops. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, look out for that. Um, we're due to get a guest soon. I I'm just, I just don't want to this person on too quickly but we're definitely gonna have a guest for sure um and that's it really i don't really have anything what's you got any, any nuggets? nuggets on them um, um <laughs> i saw something which was quite funny actually yeah um i thought it was, it was relatable as well because obviously this week last week we've been talking about kind of like the comparison thing yeah it? yeah and um you know sometimes you look over and you think the grass is greener yeah but the water bill was probably higher too <laughs> <laughs> are you willing to pay no, real, the talk, press real with talk. that lifestyle. Real talk, real talk. That's very true, man. That is very true. Personal. That's dope. I like that one. That's very good. Um, I'm trying to think. Have I seen anything that moved me into action this week? Nothing really, but something kind of stuck with me. Like do good and do good and be good, innit? That's that's as simple as that. Do good, be good. Like you know, what I mean, people like to do good, but they're they're not a good person in general. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. do good and be a good person. You know, I think that goes a long way, man. And it, it all comes it all comes back full circle. I'm always moaning and complaining about stuff, but when I actually, when I've actively gone to do something to help someone or just do something that's good, I actually feel better about it. Not that I need to be screaming it to the world, but, you know, and I feel like that always comes back tenfold. You mm. know what I mean? And I'm not doing it for that reason, but, you know, there's no way that you can't you can't get good out of doing good and being good in general. That's it, man. You're attracted, you know you're attracted so, Real talk. So, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again next week. Um, yeah, man. I think that's it. End of the show. We are out. Thank you. Thank you.